Fill my arms, the weight is gone My eyes are wide, I'm moving on This is Farm Talk Radio, and I am your host, Farmer Mike. This is the first episode of our second season, and I would like to welcome all of our new listeners. To our old ones, thank you for your support. Thank you for continuing to tune in. We are very excited to be back. On today's episode, I am in Thunder Bay, Ontario, and I am sitting down with Aaliyah Johanna. She works for an organization called Roots to Harvest, which uses food as a tool to help educate and empower youth. We are sitting down at their headquarters. She has been out on the farm with 10 of the program participants, and we are ready to talk. So I am here live with Aaliyah from Roots to Harvest. Would you mind introducing yourself and telling us a little bit about your background? Okay, great. Uh, Hi, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Aaliyah. Uh, I work as the school program coordinator at Roots to Harvest, and I'm a Thunder Bay local, and I've been involved in the food community here for the last three or four years. Cool. Yeah. This is an awesome space you guys have here. You've got a commercial food processing space. It looks like some classroom space. And could you just tell our listeners a little bit about your mandate? What do you guys do here in the community in Thunder Bay? Okay. I mean, overall, kind of like one sentence, we use food as a tool to work with people. Like we're trying to connect people, mainly youth and young adults, but really the whole community and we use food as a tool to do it like cooking food um eating food growing food yeah creating spaces that are inviting yeah with food as the medium nice i caught you just at the end of it looks like a busy day like you were here with with 10 students you guys have been at a farm all day can you talk just a little bit about like what does a day, what does a Saturday here look like? Sure, sure. <laughs> they're, I mean, they're my favorite days, but they're yeah. like, yeah, they're really full on. <laughs> um, so, you know, we show up at the office. We always meet here and we end the day here. Um, and, but we run a youth employment program. Uh, and these kids are in high school. There's 10 of them that, that show up. And then we either do some cooking and some, some so- social purpose enterprise stuff in our kitchen here. Yeah. Or we go out to a farm. So today we went out to a farm partner. We went to Sleepy G Farm. Nice. And uh, we did whatever work they had for us to do. So today um, I had four kids in the packing room and we were um, packing up some, some carrots and beets. And, nice. Um, it's root season. Yeah, totally yeah. root season. <laughs> it was great. It was good work. Uh, and then the rest of the crew was chopping wood, chopping and stacking wood to help wow. them like prepare for the winter. Uh, yeah, it was, it was really nice. And then came back here. One of, one of our kids actually, um, isn't going to do the rest of the program with us. So we had a nice little goodbye with him and, uh, okay. uh yeah, it was a good day. Solid day. Do you guys do like a debrief at the end of the day? Yeah. Kind of talk about like learning, challenges, what came up? Yeah. We always do a check-in and we yeah. always do like a checkout. And we try and do like some sort of little team build- building activity in the middle because 
and so these kids are coming from our full-time program in the summer so they already know each other but because they're in high school we only meet on Saturdays so a whole week of stuff is happening yeah until they see each other again so we always in in the morning try and just like get on the same page and just share a little bit about how we're feeling in that moment and share something that happened in the week yeah in whatever way and then at the end we generally say like you know something like a peach and pit like a highlight and a low light of the day or like um yeah something like that something to that effect to kind of round it out a peach and a pit yeah um so they do a full-on program in the summer that's six weeks then they come back throughout the school semester um what's sort of their graduation look like like you mentioned they go into um community into the community for employment opportunities like does that kind of gear up towards the end of their school year yeah I'd say like by the time they finished the summer program and then the whole academic year program yeah their their employment skills are like are pretty good like they've come a long way like so like in whatever whatever challenges they were facing they've generally like really improved um and they're acquainted with the options that they have you mm-hmm. know at least in like the local business uh, um area nice um and part of the academic year program is they they have the option of doing extra part-time employment at a local organization so yeah. kind of the hope is at the end of that year they'll get hired on with those organizations and continue working for them if not you know they they generally either move on to further education or they find a job, which mm-hmm. is sweet. Mm-hmm. They've had some good hands-on skills. They've had some, I guess, team-building skills totally. within this community. Totally. Um, ready to take on Thunder Bay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll switch switch focus a little bit. This is quite a challenging program to run from the sounds of things. And Maybe if you could just take a few minutes to talk about some of those challenges, whether that's on a personal level or an organizational level. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay, so my, my, I'd say the personal challenges kind of echo on the organizational level and like we're doing so many things, like we're running mm-hmm. so many different programs and we have so many balls in the air. Um, that like sometimes they get blurred together and like time management is like a super super challenging and like where are the boundaries and lines and like where do I finish this and where does the other things begin um yeah so and and that can even like like a solid example for for me is like working with these kids like I'm really just their supervisor and their employer but I get to know them really intimately and they're these, these are youth that are facing barriers to, to success in a lot of different ways. And they, mm-hmm. they're living, like, pretty hard lives. Like, being a teenager is hard in general. Yeah. But a lot of these kids, you know, aren't, aren't thriving in school for whatever reason, don't have awesome um, environments at home, like, yeah. have, have gone through some, some crap. Um, and we're their, we become their people. Like, they need mm-hmm. help with mm-hmm. things. And they ask us for help. And it's hard to just, like, pass on you know, oh, you need help with that thing? Like, okay, this organization can help you. Or like, let me give you this phone number. You know, I, it's hard to be like, I want to take that on. Like I want to help them. So it's hard to kind of draw the line between, oh, I'm, I'm just your boss. And like, oh, I'm also kind of your social worker. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also your friend. And I'm also your, your mentor, you yeah. know? Um, and so our hearts become very like, 
very full and it's a, that's a gift, but it's also can be like, our hearts can be really heavy at yeah. times as well. Yeah, that is, yeah, it's really important work that you guys are doing and I imagine it's just, they must look forward to coming here every week and seeing their friends and going out of the city and exploring these new places and Definitely. it's, yeah, it's pretty powerful work yeah. for sure. Definitely. Um, maybe you could spend a minute just talking about some of those gifts, like some of the benefits you see in their lives, in the community, um, helping make this community more food secure and more aware. Sure. I mean, even just today as we were leaving the farm, like two of the kids without prompting, like pulled the farmer aside and, and thanked them for providing good work. Like they were like, I was nice. so happy to help you out today. Like, thanks so much for having us out here. Like, <laughs> That's yes, amazing. like, yeah. yes, yeah. so awesome. And like, they, they leave feeling like they accomplished something and they saw like, ta- like a tangible difference made, you know, in the life of someone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, that feels good for them. And it's also super awesome for them to like, have a safe place to go where they can be themselves. Like that's, that's really what we're trying to do here at Roots. And that's my goal, like in every program I run and every like, yeah. space I'm, I'm trying to cultivate, we, all of us here that work here, you can even see it when you walk into our spaces, right? Like they're For open, sure. they're welcoming, they're vibrant. Like that's, we're trying to like hold space like that and to get to work in a space like that. And for that to be my job is like the greatest gift yeah. that anyone can have. Right. Um, and it, it's a connector. It just brings everyone together. Like, Neat. like, yeah, it, I think having a full life is like having a life that feels, feels full and like alive mm-hmm. is, uh, is, you know, the dream. And, yeah. and that's what we're, hi. hi, and that's what we're doing here. You know? Yeah. That's really, yeah. Do you guys sit down and have a meal together? Like, is that part of your day? Do you guys break for lunch, whether you're on the farm or here, or is that? So, not always. Yep. That's, that is a beautiful part of, like, our office space and also this program. Yeah. Today, we did that. Today, um, the woman that I run this program with is from Bangladesh, and she cool. decided to make a group meal today. And so nice. we all went into the farmer's house and, like, had a meal together, and it was wow. really, really awesome. That's not always, like, that doesn't always sure. happen, but we do always have lunch together. And because our office is also has a kitchen space, there's yeah. often cooking programs going on or people coming in that are renting the kitchen, and there's just food all the time. Nice. So eating... T- like food is central to what we do and eating together is like a part of that that's why food's the medium right like food sure. connects people quite a connector yeah. everyone yeah. relates to food everyone needs to eat yep yeah. everyone has a story about like a favorite food memory or totally yeah totally yeah. and we also like are cultivating new ones yes yep um i also wanted to talk a little bit about this forest meets farm program which you are just wrapping up yeah but it sounds pretty again pretty powerful you're in a few of the schools here yeah uh could you just talk about that a little bit yeah totally it's it's been like my life for the last three months <laughs> is this this program and it's super super rad so forest meets farm is the whole point is to like educate students about like wild foraged foods and like, link them with knowledge about cultivated local foods um, nice. that are grown in the area and like teaching them about access to them, how to harvest them, how to preserve them, how to, how to use them, and also trying to build a taste for them. Like, nice. 
a lot of that stuff they've never even heard of, much less tried. Yeah. And, and like, a big part of it that I think is really interesting is, um, like, food literacy skills, right? So, like, we are working specifically with, mo- mainly, we're working with, like, food and culture classes or food and nutrition classes. And so they're already learning, um, like, kitchen skills, food safety and that stuff. But yeah. food literacy can, like, take a step out of that box. And, like, one of the things they, they all learn is how to, how to fillet a fish, right and that that's food literacy like and a lot and a lot of these kids um like have these have skills like food literacy skills or or can like would love to have those food literacy skills but there's no venue to learn them and they're important especially up here in this region where we have we're right on lake superior like we have Mm -hmm. access to fresh fish like you wouldn't believe yet you know it's yeah it's something that's not even just talked about in our schools at all yeah. right and like we're right we're in the middle of the boreal forest like mm-hmm. there's there's you know so much that we can access yeah um so talk, it's exciting to talk about and teach about and and it's been really cool for me to learn about so that I can build a meaningful program sure like I've, I've I've been really loving it too yeah you talked a little bit about some of the things you foraged and brought in early in the fall yeah in the spring, or spring uh, in the spring, yeah. we like I picked a lot of um, spruce tips. Yeah. Um, one of our urban garden sites is lined with spruce trees, so it was Amazing. like it was perfect. Like whenever any a lot of us did, like anytime there was like a break, it was like okay, let's let's pick some. You know, they're only ready for like a week, Very maybe short two. Window. So you like gotta yeah. gotta jump on that. Well, really, everything here is like the rose hips we picked and like when I went out mushroom foraging it was like okay now's the time we got to do this and like get enough for this program so that all of these four classes in these four schools can try them and Mm -hmm. and use them and then also so that they're preserved um nice so that we have access to them through the semester right because these things Yeah. yeah that's the tricky part about teaching about foraged foods is there's a short window to gather them. So really mm-hmm. you're, you're teaching in hindsight. Like it's like, okay. Sure. You're planning ahead. Yeah. You you're doing the harvest. Ahead. You're going in, you're telling them about it. Yeah. Um, what, what is this last program going to look like? I think you said Tuesday you had a group coming in and. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm doing the last module now, which is preserving. Yeah. So uh, we're, it looks a little bit different in each of the classes, but mostly the kids really want to, um, make wild blueberry jam like that's that's yeah. something um you know blue, everyone loves blueberries yeah. like the other option was like rose hip jelly pickled spruce tips um spicy pickled squash um, <laughs> yeah things like that but the kids are like blueberries yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're doing that um and one of the schools Matawa um the teacher's just like super awesome and like himself into like wild foods and hunting and fishing and stuff and so we're we're gonna make some some sausages because that's another awesome way to preserve yeah yeah very cool I really like the just that idea of like how can you be more sustainable year-round how can you work with the land how can you forage from the land and then how can you teach these young people these skills so they can go out and they can do it themselves it's like that is a very radical program yeah absolutely (laughs) Yeah, I, yeah, I, I mean, we're doing it in our employment too. Like, I, yeah, I think it's so important to just be more acquainted with with the natural world that you're you're living in, you mm-hmm. know. And yeah, food, food yeah. is an awesome way to do that. Yeah, and so many gifts from the land up here, especially. I yeah. mean, it's it's a pretty cool place. The boreal forest is magical. Yeah, um, just 
to leave off, let's do a, um, I forget exactly how you described it with the kids, but was it a peach, a peach and a pit? And a pit. Could we do one of those for our listeners? Like from your day today, oh. uh, peach and a pit. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> and that's putting you on the spot. Um, what's my peach? Uh, it was it was really nice to be back out on, on the farm. Like, Sleepy G yeah. Farm is really special for me because that's where I learned to farm. There. Yeah, that's where it all started for me. I came nice. back here and I, I did a full season there. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, like a home, like going back there and then getting to share that with the kids and, like, feeling really comfortable there and, and yeah. And being back with my my mentors was really great. Cool. Um, so that was my peach, and my pit was like one of the youth is leaving us, and yeah. it's the right thing for him, and I'm really proud of him for like owning that and and you know, like communicating it, and he did a very graceful job. Cool. Um, but it was it's still like hard to say goodbye. Like he's they're all special. He's a special guy, and we're gonna miss him. So that was for sure the pit. Cool. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down today. Um, your weekend is just starting now, so <laughs> I hope you enjoy it. And Thanks. thank you so much. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks. Big thank you to Aliyah for taking the time to sit down with us today. I have posted a link to Roots to Harvest. Uh, check them out. They are doing incredible, important work here in Thunder Bay. You can find me on the road. I am still in Vancouver, British Columbia. I spent the morning talking to a biodynamic beekeeper, and I am hitting the road again soon. Um, next week's episode... Very excited to have spent time with Dennis Scanland of YYC Growers. They are in Calgary. They are helping change the face of the food scene there. So don't miss that episode. That is all for today. As always, keep your shovel in the ground and stay tuned for more Farm Talk. Might get it right, could all go wrong. Everywhere to go Find me on the road